Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza. Nick and I are back from vacation. We were both gone for just about a month to Croatia. Uh, actually, my family went to Italy for a little bit first, and then we went to Croatia. We had a great time. We found out this new island area. If you're ever in Croatia, you have to go out to the islands. And we've been out to a bunch of them over the years. And every year we try to explain, uh, explore a different area. And this year we explored this area and this particular island called Korčula. And uh, it was magical. So if you ever get to chance, I know how ridiculous it sounds when you say, when you tell someone that your trip was magical, but uh, it was just amazing. So good food, great water, and uh, you know, just good times with the families, great memories. So uh, we're back at it. And you know, this on this episode, this is really a super cool one because. Matt and Nicole are living life on their terms. You know, the reason that we started Rockstar Real Estate was to help people live life on their own terms. Our whole motto and our whole slogan is your life, your terms. And we use real estate as a vehicle to get there, but you don't have to use real estate. This is a great story of how both of them, I mean, wait till you hear it. I, I don't want, I won't share all the details, but uh, they travel the world. Uh, they, you know, uh, Nicole quits her job, starts this YouTube channel, Health Nut Nutrition. Um, has three something like 380,000 subscribers. So um, they're local right here in Toronto. They're Canadian. So let's all support them. If you're not uh, subscribed to them on YouTube, bring up youtube.com, bring up the app on your phone, um, search up Health Nut Nutrition and subscribe to their channel. Um, they offer a bunch of great information on there. I was in awe of uh, Nicole's blueberry pancakes um, that I was checking out before they got here and before we had this chat. So check them out. You can also check out uh, their their URL if you want to kind of see what they're up to a little bit. Um, they have uh, healthnutshop.com. And I just went over to healthnutshop.com. I'm not affiliated with them uh, in, in any real way, but I saw these uh, silicone reusable storage bags and I got, uh, I got four of them for the family. So I am now a customer of Health Nut Nutrition. So healthnutshop.com, um, check out their YouTube channel. Um, and this is really just a story of how it's possible to make an income on your own terms. So um, I'll let Nicole describe how YouTube works for those of you who are not familiar with that stuff. Um, but it's just a great story. And we got into that whole world so much that I almost forgot to even talk about real estate. But Matt did a good job of, of bringing up the real estate side of stuff. And they talk about why they have real estate in their lives and how they manage their properties and their, some of their thinking around real estate. So the whole goal of this podcast is not to just talk about real estate. It is to talk about living life on your terms. And that's why I'm just thrilled to uh, share this chat. Had a great time with them it was really the first time I, I sat down and chatted with them like this. So um, just a great, uh, a great interview. I hope you enjoy it. So, and if you are listening to this and you do want any real estate related information, the best place for you to go is always going to be rockstarinnercircle.com. So that's one of our sites where we have our, uh, uh, one of our books. You can get uh, the digital copy for free there. You can sign up for our introductory class there. Uh, Nick and I still give that class. Uh, you can meet us and ask any questions after that class there. There's a bunch of blog posts and videos. Uh, links to our own YouTube channel. Um, in comparison to HealthNut, I think we have 2,000 subscribers. And uh, I just I just brought it up now. They have 389,000 subscribers. <laughs> so um, anyway, so you can check out our YouTube channel and get links to it and all that kind of stuff. With that, let's get on with the show. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. Okay, so we're recording. I want to ask you about that. You you just can go with the flow like that? Like you've never planned any of your... Your videos must be planned out. Yes, but not as much as you may think. <laughs> So the subjects of the videos, that's what something I want to ask you when we'll do a more proper introduction in a second on what you guys are doing, but the subjects of your videos as like a content creator, mm -hmm. do you have like a list of like, here's the things I'm going to create for the next week or month? Or is it just like, Why are you I'm, laughing, I'm panicking because <laughs> tomorrow I got to do something. Yeah. yeah. In, in theory, that's how we should be doing it. But in reality, sometimes it's a lot of uh, last minute 
like the day of or the night before where it's like, oh, yeah, we, we need to film something tomorrow. Um, what what are we going to do? That's where some of the best ideas come from. It's always where Last I find minute. I operate so well with deadlines. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do know? you? Okay. Yeah, like yeah. I'll just, the ideas won't come to me, but if I know there's a deadline coming up, all of a sudden things just start falling into place. But mm-hmm. if I have all the time in the world to like think and strategize, it's just nothing ever gets done. So... Uh, yeah, anyway. I mean, I think that it's a combination. Like now we do find it does perform well when we pre-plan stuff, when we know certain events or times of the year are coming up and we know to kind of like, ooh, that's going to be a big season, like back to school. Let's plan content for that time. And also what's trending, what's happening. But back to the trending thing, like sometimes there's a new trending video on YouTube and we're like, oh, we need to film that tomorrow. Like there was a, a boyfriend does my voiceover video and I did a morning routine and Matt did my voiceover and it was such a last minute thing because that was trending on YouTube and it cool. worked out great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you see those trends happen, you have to act yep, fast. Exactly. So, uh, especially in, uh, any kind of social media, just like it moves so quick. So tell me, uh, we got to get back to you together, Matt, you've been together with Nicole for 10 years. I'm not trying to, I'm not alluding to anything. <laughs> I'm not alluding to anything, but I want to know the story here, how you got to this point. You guys have been together 10 years. How did you meet? Uh, we met through her sister. So I'm a, I'm a couple of years couple of years older than Nicole. Okay. Not, not much. So Just you were it. hanging out with her sister and her sister's friends, and then you met Nicole. Yeah. yeah. So then I met Nicole through her sister. Um, at the time, her, her sister wasn't a big fan of me dating Nicole. So we kind of were dating. She knew, a, she knew the real Matt. She she did. She, <laughs> she'd seen me through uh, some of the earlier days. Um, yeah. Cool. So we kind of were dating on the on the down low a little bit, and then eventually once we kind of realized we were we were really into each other it's just yeah this is it and this is who we are we enjoy each other so okay so and 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 just to bring everyone up to speed what are you guys doing now is it full time you guys are running your youtube channel health nut nutrition so yeah so i do i do health nut nutrition youtube stuff full time so i left my marketing job about 2 year, we're, we're getting to 2 years now and and that's what i do full time and yeah, so uh, Nicole's doing that full time. Um, I still work a nine to five job. I'm still the uh, the sucker who has to. Uh, slave I don't know if the, it's a sucker, but yeah, you, you know, see the light. You yeah, want out. well, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so and like I work for a really good company, and like I enjoy what I do. I work in finance. Uh, I work with the Meridian Credit Union actually. Cool. So awesome. I manage one of their locations downtown. So you know, it's a good company. They give me a lot of leeway and a lot of like kind of entrepreneurial. Um, freedom to Got manage it. my team and my branch that way and kind of like do business development. So I get to um, kind of get that entrepreneurial itch out with that and also like with uh, with Health Nut okay. and all the stuff we have on the side. So so this is a total side topic now. Do you do mortgages and stuff? Yeah. Have you done mortgages for anyone on our team here? No, no. So you're just banning us from your to working with you? That's well, what's happening? Rockstar's got a big X I, on it. No, it's funny because like I was saying to you earlier, like we've uh, been reading your newsletters for years. Like when we were even li- living abroad, we were reading your guys' newsletters. And I was talking to Nicole about you guys for a long time. But it isn't until recently that we actually, when we kind of came back to Canada and back to Toronto where we actually started to go to the uh, the Rockstar events. So. so when were you guys living abroad? How long ago was that? Uh, we've been back in Canada for f- like four years. Four years four now? Four years. How old are you guys right now? Uh, I'm 35. 22. And Nicole's 29. Yeah. Okay. No, I, was <laughs> I, was like, I was gonna say 21, yeah, but yeah. I mean, if I'll you're gonna say it. 22. Um, and then what was the decision? How did you guys leave? How long were you living out of Canada for? Uh, we were living abroad for two and a half years. How did you make that choice? So was th- that, that was something you jointly did. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we we jointly traveled together. So um, I think it really kind of started when I had read the four hour work week, like a lot of people yeah, back many, in yeah, that day. Totally. Right. Yes. And um, one of the things that really stood out was the concept of the uh, mini retirements and like not waiting till you're 65 to retire and, and go do stuff because a you might not be here yeah, at that point. At and, yeah. and also like what you can do and travel at that age is going to be significantly totally. different than what you can do now. So. I kind of read that concept and it really got me inspired to want to, you know, like move, move abroad, travel around the world. I was dating Nicole at the time, but we'd only been dating for, I think like a few months. Yeah. Like oh, not, wow. not too long. Like we didn't wow. go right away, but yeah, I think I like it. at that but you point, started talking about this at that point. Yeah. I started talking about him being like, Hey, I really want to like move to Australia, you know, get a working holiday visa, go abroad and then use that as kind of a, a like our place to be able to travel to different places too. So we ended up kind of just putting a plan together, 
working, saving, kind of getting a nice buffer. And then, uh, yeah, we both just. Yeah, we saved, we saved a lot. We like, saved there a lot. Good a lot for of you guys. There, yeah. yeah, it was definitely because if you don't know, Australia is quite expensive. So, and we didn't want just to move there and just have to be like, have to work. It was like, let's, you know, save a good chunk of money. And we did, we tried to do it more on the budget. When we were there, we did hostels for the first whole year. And how was that? Um, good. Was, I've done hostels in Europe. I don't know how, I, I think I survived two nights and then that was it. I started paying for hotels. <laughs> yeah. Nicole, bring this a bit closer to you. Just, I want everyone to hear you. Yeah, there we go. There we Usually go. she's the one who talks the loudest. I know. Yeah, 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 it's kind of funny. No, no, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Okay, uh, so you did hostels. So you were smart about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because um, I mean, the cost of even a hostel every night was what, $30. Yeah, yeah. yeah each a night so i mean for us it was just it made sense economically to kind of do the hostel thing but yeah a year of living in hostels um i think we were paying two thousand dollars a month for for us each to have a single bed in in a room it. with other okay, people wow. so it was okay. expensive yeah okay it was expensive but it allowed us like we did a lot of traveling like we did the whole loop all the way around australia we, yeah, we, no, I'm sure you had a great time, but I just got to hear, what did your parents say? You just met this guy oh. and you said you were going to, you quit your job, you said. Well, I mean, when we like, were everyone's got to give you the advice that this is a stupid idea. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, the I think the first time I, I told my mom, she was like, oh, why do you want to do that? I yeah, mean, yeah. it's funny because my mom is not a backpacker or much of a traveler. <laughs> so she sometimes can't understand that. So it was like, yeah, why do you want to do that? And she's like, you're going with Matt? Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. so you, she yeah. was sold on you already. Yeah, Got I won them over already. Got but it. yeah, I mean, we ended up... I don't up, know if you still have at the 10-year mark here. I, I know. I'm just Grandma's yeah. not very happy. <laughs> yeah, I think like her parents are pretty okay. They're just like, yeah, if you guys get married, you get married. If you don't, you don't. That, cool. We're good. But yeah. I think certain other members of her family would prefer... Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah. I just yeah. met Matt, and here I am giving I him a hard time about this. But uh, okay, so you're you're you got some advice, but it sounds like they were pretty supportive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were. I think they knew we both had a good head on our shoulders and we were saving and and uh, and I think we were just going to do it either way. So, I mean, you're going to get the people for sure. My parents, other people who are like, why would you leave a career, quit, sell like we literally both just quit our job, sold all of most of our stuff. Right. Like I literally sold half my clothes, half everything. Mm -hmm. It was just like, all right, like I'm getting rid of. And then in Australia, you were in Australia for a year, was it? Well, we were just over two years. Just over two years in Australia. Okay. But from Australia, we were we were going to we were going to Thailand. Yeah, we were going to it. Indonesia, Philippines, Singapore. We basically did the whole, you know. Is Southeast that experience Asia. what you expected? Was it more like? Are you glad you did it, or was it too long in one spot? Like I always kind of wonder, like, hmm, is that too long in one spot? I feel like it just became a second home. Sometimes it seems. I know it wasn't that long ago, but sometimes it seems like it was forever ago because it just became the norm. Like we were living there. Australia is like still. I feel like my second home. It just became so normal to be there, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I just it was awesome experience though. I don't think. Now, I don't know if I would have done the adventurous stuff that I did at yeah, that cool. point in my life. I feel like now so, we'd be like you like and we last an two example, days. What's an example of something you did? Um, like, while we were there, I, I um, well, I got my scuba diving license while I was there and scuba with the whale sharks, which was like... Yeah, oh, super yeah, cool. That was pretty... Mm-hmm. And it was in Thailand, too. So, I mean, in Australia, you can, like, snorkel with them, but you have to be, like, 10 feet away. And when you're kind of in Thailand... In Thailand, they just throw you in with the there's sharks. There's kind of no rules. Yeah, there's no it's regulations. It's kind of like, oh, here you go. Like, here's a full <laughs> tank of gas. Go jump in. And you're kind of swimming. And it's like, you know, it's two inches away from you. You're kind of swimming around this whale shark. And it was like, I think it was like five meters long. So, it was like a good size yeah, whale awesome. shark. And it was, yeah. I'd say one cool experience we had was right in the outback by uh, Ayers Rock. Okay. It's like right in the center of Australia. We did Is that like, the big famous rock that yeah, you see on all the... Yeah, it's okay. called Uluru or Ayers Rock. Okay. There's like multiple names. And basically we did like, a, I think it was like a three-day kind of hiking trip where we were just sleeping in, what was it called? The Swag? Swag, oh, no. swag like bag. A, a swag bag. Yeah, and you're just sleeping in a sleeping bag on the dirt floor yeah, in the outback. Aw- I love that. And, and we, that and we paid awesome. good money to sleep in the dirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was really yeah, confused. Yeah. It's funny how that worked. You're like, oh man. Wake up at 5 a.m. and I was like, why? Why, why, why we are pay we for doing this? this? Yeah. yeah. So, but it, that was a really cool experience. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And so, okay. So then, what's the decision to come home? Is the decision to come home? Was that always in the cards to come back home, or like, okay, we've seen enough. We're coming back to Toronto. I think like. It was, we, we we didn't know what we'd expect when we got there. So we we're kind of like, maybe we'd want to like try to get got permanent it. status in got Australia. Okay. You know, there's okay. a lot of people who go out there and, and they end up staying. But I think for us, like it just never felt 
like home. Permanent home. Yeah. It never yeah, yeah. felt as good There's as things Canada. We missed, yeah. We and family too is here. I, right? exactly. Both of your family is right. here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be naturally a pullback. Okay. So I had can, a new baby nephew. That was yeah. really hard for us to be there when he was born. So there was definitely the family okay, aspect. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brought us back. Okay. Um, and so when you got back here, culture shock. Like I, I the reason oh. I'm saying that I've just been gone for <clears throat> only four weeks, not <laughs> two and a half years or whatever it was that you're talking about. And every time I come back after four weeks, I'm always like hard to kind of get into the to the race here you know the speed of things yeah. so how was it for you guys it's funny that you say that because a lot of people are asking the opposite like oh when you get to australia the culture shock there but it was really weird to come back like i don't like it was just there were so many social norms and stuff that it i'm just trying to think of a couple but it was really strange coming back and and even still like if there's if there's someone i meet that's australian like i hardly notice their accent Huh, you know, really, I, I think the weirdest thing for me when I got back here was like uh, being able to walk through like tall grass. Oh, yeah, here. we said that one. Oh, yeah. why? Because of like snakes and like poisonous. You just spiders wouldn't do it. Because like when really? we were there, we yeah. uh, we worked on some farms too. We did some farm work in oh, uh, so cool. like remote as yeah, like yeah. you know. Um, so and there, I mean, there's there's ticks like par- paralysis paralysis ticks that like you know it can really do a damage to you. There's um, leeches on the grass, land, land like leeches. land leeches on got grass. It. So when we oh, got really? back here, I didn't want to walk. Leeches? I've never heard of a and land. And they leech. just like hop on top of the grass. Ugh. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I didn't want to walk through like tall grass here again because I was like, oh, for the first couple of months, okay. I was apprehensive to walk you through would grass. Avoid, yeah. I'd, I'd avoid grass. Did you see any big nasty poisonous spiders? Oh yeah. Yeah. Did snakes? You? Yeah, Actually, I, it's snakes. I didn't even realize that's what you need to worry about. Really? They're the fast ones. Yeah, it's brown snakes. Was it carpet snakes? There's a few ones that My, we saw. We have co- Nick and I have cousins in Australia, and when we uh, very rarely, but sometimes we do meet them in Croatia, and they tell us about in Australia how they like have to catch these spiders with like big jars because like the spider. I don't know if this like uh, I'm giving like the size of like well, maybe an orange or something. The smaller it is, the more poisonous. So oh, is like that how the it larger is? ones are scary, and they'll still like mess, yeah, yeah, mess they, you up a little bit. But yeah. Uh, yeah, the there's like the huntsman. Th- those are the big ones. They're the size of your got hand. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got caught in a roadside bathroom because there was one at the door. Oh really? Oh. <laughs> Matt, save me! Basically, <laughs> yeah, yeah, got it. Oh, I know. Um, we were doing some, we're doing some landscaping work up in like a remote northern mm-hmm. town of Australia that had like maybe two hundred people, and we we're doing this landscaping. And I remember uh, Nicole was like planting some some bushes and some like flowers, flowers. and like right next to her hand was a, like a redback spider, which I think is like the second most poisonous spider oh, in the my world. God. And it's like right by her hand, and she's like trying to plant this thing and it's like oh my yeah, life so flashed yeah, before yeah, yeah, my yeah, eyes yeah this is a great experience i love yeah. this experience I know. like i'm glad you're alive but the experience sounds amazing <laughs> I, mean, I think i just so re- the culture shock coming back then is just like getting into like city life you know or is, is that the, was that the no, culture well, shock? we were in a lot of cities when we were there i okay. think it was just more the 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 people the customer service like just even yeah, just going into the store was just very very different yeah, okay. you know okay. i think getting used to paying tax again too like yeah. when, when you're buying something because there are taxes included so like if it says a dollar it's a dollar you yeah, don't have to oh that's cool. calculate okay. that and there's no tipping there either so was there any like depressing moment where like why did we come back i miss the sunsets <laughs> yeah no you guys seem so well adjusted neither of you are reacting to that at all you're good you came back and you're happy you came back yeah i mean yeah. i think yeah. uh i think it was it was getting used there's a bit of depression when you kind of come back and you get and you're like, oh, like I'm back to the real world almost. You know, like yeah. we were working when we were there, but it's kind of like jobs like, you know, yeah, bartending. Totally That's yeah, totally things different. things that you're like, oh, sure. So how did you, okay, so then how does the, you did you, when did you, the YouTube channel start to come up? Is that when you got back? You started doing some YouTube so stuff? So I got into YouTube. So basically when we were prepping beforehand, before leaving to go to Australia, about a year before I had discovered YouTube and I was like, this is the best thing ever. I would. So I mean, what year would this be about? Oh, I don't even know. Matt's be- probably better with 2000 years. 2000 2014. 2014. It's wow. all a blur. Wow, but okay. basically I was just, yeah, probably like six years ago or so a little bit longer and I was just binge watching YouTube I was so fascinated by it and at the time I don't think many people were doing it full-time and if they were making money it wasn't yeah six years ago I don't think yeah it was it was more like it was a hobby that they're doing it and they seemed like they were being successful with their channel but it wasn't really like for the money and uh and I just at the time same time too I was getting really interested in health and wellness and stuff and I just 
felt like I wanted a new platform to kind of express that. I was like, oh, maybe I my background's marketing, but I thought maybe I want to go back to school for to be a holistic nutritionist. I need to like tell everybody about all the stuff I'm learning. And then it wasn't really until we moved to Australia where I actually, Matt and I, well, we start the video stuff started as like vlogs because we were sharing kind of like our travels with our family. But at the time, like many people didn't know what vlogging was. They'd be like sure. a, a blog, yeah. Yeah. a vlog, a video. Yeah. Vlog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in we were, so we were doing the video that way, but it was just for family and friends. We started Got a it. website. We would upload these videos and just our parent, our family knew the URL and that's how we were starting the video stuff. But this, the video for health nut didn't really start until like after we were kind of getting used to the camera I was horrible in front of the camera I, Matt would plop the camera in front of me and I would be there for an hour in a room and nothing would come out because you seem so relaxed now. I mean we're not on camera well no we, well, we, we are one we're camera. Yeah. 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 yeah but uh you seem so comfortable now so you attest that to just doing it constantly exactly when people tell me now oh I'm, I'm not comfortable in front of cameras or photos and stuff I'm like Neither was I. I was the most unphotogenic person ever because people tell me now like, oh, you look so good in every photo. I'm like, yeah, it's called practice because the quicker I get the shot, the you know, the faster you're done. And uh, so, yeah, it's just something that you get used to. I think uh, just repetition. Now I like I don't even think about it, uh, but just because it's like my norm. Um, but yeah, that's, I think our first video that we filmed was like something so silly as like up the benefits of uphill running. And we, I was running up sandy dunes in Australia, like on, nice. on the side of a beach. Love it. And it was we'll have to get so, you to watch it when we're done. It's, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's it, so funny. I cringe. Like I keep all those old videos. If you scroll back, you can see all those yeah, first attempts it. at trying to be a YouTuber. And, and that's the, that's the thing I always recommend to people. Like just start. Like when I look back at where we started, I'm like I said, I cringe. But like, I like to keep them up there because it's part of my story. And some of those old, really old videos are like still my top viewed videos because at are the they? time, you know, not as many people were doing YouTube Less and competition stuff. Less so competition, for exact, sure. Yeah, so I keep them up and they're kind of fun to like look back at. So then you guys, okay, so I just want to segue to how this YouTube channel grew because I'm curious, but then you both got jobs again here in Canada, right? You mm -hmm. in marketing. Mm -hmm. Is that when you went to Meridian? No, I actually, uh, when we moved back, I was kind of peppering my resume out to okay. anywhere I could. And actually, I ended up getting opportunities out in Alberta. So actually, mm. we, I, because Nicole came back a few months before me. Okay. And then when I got back, I got back in like December. And then by like February, I was moving out to Grand Prairie, Alberta oh, wow. to, to do like financial planning out there. How long there. were you out there for? Two years? Oh my two gosh! And a bit I think years? I totally missed it. You gave me some of your story. I don't think I, I totally wrote that oh, in okay. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, did, that. we okay. did some long distance for a bit. I was oh, gonna wow. go out there you with him. You guys have him. such a crazy story. This is why we're not married. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. When did you have time for a wedding in there? But I was gonna go out with him. But I thought if I get this marketing job, like I really want to kind of get my feet back into marketing, then if I don't get it, I'll go out. I'll go out got west it. with you. But I just thought I got it, and I just thought, okay, I'm gonna stay here. He's gonna go out there, and we'll just make it work. So you're out there, you get the marketing job, you keep doing some health nut videos on the, on the YouTube channel on the side, nights, mm -hmm. weekends, that kind of oh, stuff? Oh, it was the side, it was the definition of a side hustle. It was like every night I felt like I, I, and I was also commuting. I was living up north, working downtown Toronto. I was commuting three hours a day on the train. Up north, there and so back. what, taking go train from Barrie maybe or something? It was the Barrie line, yeah. yeah I was okay. taking it from, uh, yeah, around like Newmarket, Bradford okay. area. And so basically I would get home and then I'd be working on my channel. Wow until at least like 10 or midnight every night. And then on the train too, I was like editing photos, writing blog posts, and it was on my lunch, I would be working on it. So it was just- That's ultimately what it takes to yeah. build the momentum on anything new. What you just went through or are describing is what it takes. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So, but what, and the drive for that came from just your own interest? Like- Oh, I was just, I mean, I, yeah, a passion. I was so passionate about it. And I just thought, I knew I was never someone who wanted to work forever for someone else. I just, in, I'm not a good, I don't follow, follow rules. instructions. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm like, I'm a hard worker. <laughs> Matt's laughing at that. I know. I'm yeah, a hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very strong personality. Let's just say that. Yeah, I just, Portuguese. You know, <laughs> I think every Portuguese person I've ever met has right? a strong personality. Even yeah. when I was younger and I was working in retail, I quickly became the youngest store manager awesome. in okay. the company I was working at. So I always knew I kind of wanted to be my own boss. I never felt like an entrepreneur, but I knew I didn't want to mm. like take orders. That's from interesting that you or... made that observation about yourself. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard the line that how you do anything is how you do everything? 
I think it's like an old Harvecker line or. But I like it. Yeah. Yeah, And the fact that you were like that back then and became the store manager because you wanted your autonomy or you wanted to be in control Mm -hmm. and then kind of it parlayed in the future and you did the same thing again. That's interesting to me. And that's what I think gave me like the fire motivation. I was like, I'm like, I'm, I want to do this. This is, and Matt too was a huge supporter. Like without Matt, I wouldn't have kept going because there was many crossroads where I was like, this is a lot of work and I don't know if it's going anywhere, but I'm just going to, you know, keep trying to go with it. And yeah, determination. We have a little search engine optimized article website that's way before your time, okay? But uh, it's a little article website that still gets us a ton of traffic. And I remember writing the first article and putting it up there, and I think it had like six like hits or unique visitors or whatever. And uh, I remember after doing it for like three months, once a week, adding a new article to this web th- website, at one point I think it got to like 26 unique visitors on the mm-hmm. new post. And I remember thinking, I gotta just keep going. Like, I don't know when the traffic is going to come, but I just got to keep going. But I remember about the three month mark, I almost just like threw in the towel because I'm like, after three months of doing this every week and I'm only getting 26 unique people to like, look at my it's stuff. Hard. It, it's like, so hard. Test your patience. Test You're your just patience. Like, I think it took yeah. like for that site for us, it was like, I think around the nine month mark. And then finally traffic started. It's like Google kind of blessed us and said, you guys deserve some traffic or something like that. Well, I think and, even for us with the channel, I mean, it was three years of doing it all for free i'd say about mm-hmm. three years of just like putting the videos up doing that and like you know constantly so kind of doing it three years is hard so he supported you obviously you kept doing it with the goal of trying to monetize it and make money from this thing mm-hmm. i just yeah. thought i know this is going to be something and i just got to keep going with it okay and so for those people who don't know like what how do you do that? like so you get enough views youtube sends you checks is that like <clears> like how you make how yeah you make money yeah on? for someone who doesn't have a clue on how that works yeah i think this is like one of our most asked questions and i always laugh because any other job you wouldn't ask like how do you make no, money? Yeah, yeah, how much, yeah, yeah, how much yeah, yeah. money do you make for that? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it seems true. to be... I ask everyone how they make money. So oh, for right. me, it's like a very normal question. No, but like everyday people, like strangers, would be like, yeah. how do you how make money? Work? How much money? You know, and I always find... But it's because people are curious and I know... I'll it's spare just, you the how much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically, I would say that there's different pieces of the pie and a lot of people think you make the mo- like you make the majority of your money off the ads the google ads that, you, that those annoying ads that come when yeah, you yeah, watch yeah. a video i think but i've seen the, a rock star ad or two are you one of those annoying <laughs> ads oh, yeah, 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 yeah we're yeah, all that, about those annoying ads so well those annoying and the ads thing, have made a lot of business for us there you go yeah so and, and like that does that does add up but and depending on how many views your chan- your videos get uh it does add up and you can get a good chunk at the end of the month but it has nothing to do with subscribers. You make money off the views of each video. Got it. Okay. So, uh, so that's definitely one chunk. But um, I'll share how much because YouTube sent us a check once. You might not know this, <clears throat> oh. but I guess that would make me also a YouTuber. And we got twenty three cents. And about a year or two later, YouTube said something saying like, if you make such little money, <laughs> like if you below, I don't know what the threshold was back then, like a hundred dollars for yeah. the month or the, like we are not sending you any checks. And we never got another oh. check again. They're, they're like, so the check one, is worth I more. I should have framed it. Yeah, you I don't should've. know why I didn't frame that YouTube check because I got a 23 cent check. Can you believe that? That'd be that remember, was like many, that was probably like 10 years ago or something. I don't yeah. know when that was. I remember when we made our first like dollar fifty yeah. in a month. Yeah. And I was like, I have enough uh, to buy a Tim Hortons coffee. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually remember that. And I was like, I made a dollar online. You can make money online. Is what the, That's a big the deal. Thing yeah, I, it it was That's a big deal. Was that was a, you need that. Yeah. You need that. So nowadays, how I make a living off of it is definitely the AdSense is a portion of it, but mainly through sponsored content. So I work with brands. I've worked with brands like Tangerine, Walmart, uh, some health brands that I don't so know. So they find you on, sorry, go on. No, I cut you off. <clears throat> oh, just so d- different brands and, and you're going to ask like how they find me kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So different ways as well. So it could be directly to me. We also work with, uh, we have business partners. It's kind of like a, a media agency where they kind of connect with brands and then they're like oh, the God, kind so of middle it. So person. the agencies are in there already. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, big. Makes sense. Some better yeah. than yeah. others too. Sure. Some better than others. Okay. Or sometimes I reach out to, I'll pitch to brands. So in the beginning you have to pitch because nobody knows yeah. who you are and stuff. And a lot of times you have to do free content. Um, and then afterwards uh, you pitch and you're like, these are my rates. And then afterwards, when you start growing, people will come to you. So th- those are, so it's like branded content, the Google ads. And then the next thing would be like merchandise. People will have like, these are my t-shirts I'm sure. selling. Yeah. That would be. My, my son buys t-shirts from different YouTubers that he follows all the time. Mm-hmm. 
Does he have a Casey Neistat shirt? No, I don't oh. think he's, he's, I know there's some Toronto guys he likes that he watches. I don't know. I don't even know their names right now. Some sneaker people. Okay. He's okay. a big sneaker guy. Yeah. So, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, and then I guess the Does other. Does Health Nut have merchandise? Do you guys have merchandise? We, we do have an online, a wellness, an online wellness shop that we've uh, started this, well, started at the end of last year, but we've been growing and we have uh, water bottles that are branded and. Cool. Because I got to think that's a great monetization. Like if people like you mm-hmm. and they like your energy, I know naturally with the people I like, and I'm sure you're the same. I want more of them in different ways. Yeah. So that seems like a yeah, just Yeah, you want to like bring bring a piece of them totally. like home with you yeah, in yeah. a non-weird way. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. So that yeah. seems like a natural fit. So that yeah. started a year ago. Yeah, the shop. And, okay. it's, and we're just kind of, it's a mix of merchandise and curating products. And it's something that Matt's been really running with as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you mean curating products where you're choosing different products that HealthNet wants to represent? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing? Okay. Yeah. So a lot of it would be, um, we kind of started with, you know, Nicole always wears these bracelets that you can kind of okay. see here. Yeah, yeah. And like people yeah. would always ask in her videos, comments, like, where do you get those bracelets? Where Got do you get it. those bracelets? Yeah, like, yeah. I love that bracelet. So we ended up being like, okay, like, well. You know, people want this product and we had a water bottle too that Nicole always had in her videos and be like, where's that bottle from? We want that bottle. And it kind of got us thinking like, why aren't we finding these suppliers and, and monetizing this? So we ended it's up finding- It's funny how that works, right? When you just kind of like, wait, why yeah. don't we sell those things? Because <laughs> we would be directing to these other websites. Sure. And we're yeah, like, yeah. wait a minute, yeah. where are they buying this Yeah, from? totally, mm-hmm. totally. And at first it was a lot of like linking to Amazon Right, like Amazon affiliate links, and you know, you get a little yeah, bit of yeah, yeah. a little bit of something yeah, yeah. from that, but you kind of realize like, oh, they really take the big chunk yeah, of the yeah, pie, yeah. and you get like this tiny little bit. So we kind of been like, okay, well, instead of referring people to Amazon yeah. to buy their product, and we get this little crumb, why don't we actually find those products that people want, put them on our own store, and then direct Got them it. there? Okay, so that's why you and and you heard, did you guys listen to Greg and Brian's podcast about their Amazon stuff? They just got back from China again. A bunch of people from Rockstar went with them to China to like source products and do oh, wow. all that kind of stuff. I did. Yeah, I did listen to that. We were actually listening to that the other day before coming on this podcast. Like, oh, we should probably listen to yeah, like, uh, like one before and just yeah. like see what, what did we commit to? Yeah, exactly. Right. So, um, <laughs> but we're listening to him and you know, that's like definitely something that we're kind of like, wow, we really need to like really look at Amazon as a whole different revenue source to see about growing like our own Amazon. Absolutely. You guys just seem primed for something like that. Yeah. Right? It seems like a no brainer. I said prime. That just seemed like an Amazon <laughs> kind of pitch there, but uh, yeah. This is sponsored, yeah. By, yeah. sponsored by Amazon. Yeah. Sponsored, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I wish. No, yeah. no sponsor. We pay for all of this. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that, okay. So that's super cool. So you build up. So like anything, we always talk to anyone who wants to start a business. I always talk to them. I'm like, listen, you either have to have an audience yourself or you can build an audience through hard work. So for us, it was a lot of article, like that was the search engine optimization days. For you, it's video, like you can build the audience yourself. Um, Or you can access someone else's audience. You know, if someone Mm -hmm. else has an audience and you get in front of their stage, you get on your YouTube channel, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. there's these different ways to get an audience, you know, build it, buy it, access it, but that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. Like that's how you, the business world works. And then once you have a certain group that is interested and you're sharing enough value back to those people, you basically can get in business, right? And uh, it's interesting to me to see, like you basically just spent years building your audience. Like you're on the go train, you know, editing. Mm -hmm. You, you, You said you're basically moonlighting, doing things at like odd hours. You built an audience you did the heavy lifting that very few people will do. So I think it'll be interesting for me to watch you guys over the next few years, because I'm sure some people will come and say, if you haven't got this already, like, oh, you're pretty lucky, you kind of got into YouTube at the right time, and you got all these subscribers, and you just kind of like picked the right thing and stuff. But really, it's a testament to how much work. I know both of you, and Nicole, you specifically, put into building that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what it takes. No one wants to hear that. Everybody wants kind of like the, I know when I'm talking to younger people, they want the silver bullet answer of like how to get into business. and I'm like, well, I don't know. Just do what Nicole did. Spend yeah. three years. No, and that's really what it takes, right? And you can buy an audience. There is another way. Like if you just go online and run ads to your water bottles or whatever you're selling, mm-hmm. you can buy an audience that way too. But that takes pretty deep pockets and you need to know what you're doing or you can like bankrupt yourself pretty quickly. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree. I feel like when people are like, oh, I want to I wanna start a YouTube channel. It's like, I don't want to be discouraging, but I'm like, yeah. You got to know that it's not all glamorous. You know, you're like, there's a lot of work on the back end that you have to do before you even have anyone that's watching your channel. And a lot of people aren't, aren't like ready for that. I don't think, you know, no, and mm-hmm. I, that's sometimes where I want to warn people, but sometimes I want to let them be naive as well, because I'm like, you know what, if I knew all the pain, 
Like sometimes <laughs> when people will say, oh my God, Rockstar is such a, it's like a cool name and you guys got a good thing going on, helping people and stuff. If they knew all the pain and suffering yeah. that we've been through to get to this point and the only thing that's made it really valuable, I, I, I don't want to complain, Rockstar is great, but uh, is that helping other people and see their successes along the way have really helped Nick and I keep going. Yeah. But if I knew all the things we would have to go through for the last 10 years to get to this point, and someone mapped it out for me, I never would have, you know, I'm like, forget it. You yeah. Know? You can keep that thing. I don't want to go there. Yeah. I remember so. telling, when I was watching YouTube, I remember thinking, how hard can it be? And yeah, I, yeah. I, I remember that every day. I'm like, I remember when I said that. So how did the, so how did subscribers start coming? So like you, you just kept putting it and then did you just natch organically notice more people viewing your stuff or did you do something like you caught into some trends that you, I don't know, focused on. Was there some strategy or was it more just hard work and it grew organically? I mean, I feel like some channels you can kind of just like get lucky and you one of your videos goes viral, but that's not the norm. So for us, it was just where I really noticed the switch was when I was posting consistently. So in the beginning, I treated it like a hobby. I would post when I felt like it, when I was inspired. And then it wasn't until I was like, I'm posting every single, let's just say Wednesday. You know, I'm posting every Wednesday at this time. And so my viewers knew, just like a television show, how, how do you know How do you know when you go back, to go back if you don't know when the show is gonna be on? And uh, so I would just kind of commit to like every week a video is gonna go live. And that's, just that change alone was a huge difference. And I was like, wow, people are subscribing now because people don't want to subscribe to you if they don't know if you're like truly in it. Cause then you're like, I'm gonna get hooked to this channel and then they're just gonna like drop off a couple months from now. So if you're committed, it's almost like your viewers will be committed as well. So that was definitely a huge part of uh, of the channel being successful. And is that what you're doing now? Once a week you're publishing? Uh, three times. Yeah. Oh, three, three times. times a week. Yeah, once yeah. a week because be you're busy. How long are your videos? The blueberry pancake video looked pretty in-depth and complicated to me. I mean, it's a great video, but that takes time. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because like even some of our some of our videos, like the amount of time that we're actually filming for is could be like 45 minutes and it's like a six minute video totally you know so i mean the we do like recipes on mondays lifestyle and wellness tips on uh, wednesdays and then we do vlogs on fridays so the friday vlogs are super casual and they don't take we're doing one right now as we speak yeah awesome and did you were you comfortable with this stuff matt like did you just jump in like yeah i'll be in the vlogs and i'll (laughs) do stuff well it's funny because like when we when we started the filming in australia like she was uh, nicole was saying earlier for family I was the one who was more on the camera and comfortable. And Nicole's like, no, no, no. Like, I don't know what to I'll say. Hide, I, I, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know what to say. Um, and then kind of, she grew obviously into her own and, and yeah, really she's is really like, confident now. And now yeah, it's yeah. like almost like flipped where it's like, um, you know, she's definitely a lot more comfortable uh, in front of everything. That must than be I cool am. for you to see. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's, it's definitely cool. And it's nice for me to be a part of, um, because you know, most of her subscribers all, all know who I am. You know, I kind of have my Mr. Matt is kind of like the tagline that nice. Nicole kind of created when for me. When they meet us in public, they're like, is Mr. Matt here too? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Mr. Matt sounds That's like it. a cat or they're something. They're more excited <laughs> to see him. It's I don't know. so funny. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, so you're the celebrity there. Yeah, I'm you're kind like of the, like You're a, like the secret celebrity behind the celebrity. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like yeah. the guy who's kind of aloof, pops yeah, in once yeah. in a while, yeah, just awesome, like a little thing. Awesome. And then, yeah, keep that mystery alive. It's a good gig. Yeah, it's fun. And so then you have been like, people have do you remember the first time someone recognized? It sounds like you've been recognized. It, it oh, happens it, a lot now. Oh, it does it? Okay. Yeah, okay. Lot. I'm totally naive. I don't even know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. It's so cool because obviously like my videos are viewed in front of thousands of people every single week, but it only really hits home when I meet someone in real life. I'm like, oh, well, people exist, you know? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember the, the first time was at just like a kind of like health expo, which was probably more apparent place where you would meet a subscriber you know at a some like similar interest uh location uh that was the first time and then it kind of just happened like organically at random times and we always laugh because we're like oh you're gonna be eating like mcdonald's when someone sees you and and i've been eating a donut when someone's seen me i've been i was in a hot at dog. a hot dog stand someone saw <laughs> well, me you yeah yeah you know just grab junk food and you'll be seen i guess it, i shouldn't exactly. call it junk food but it's pretty close yeah yeah um yeah okay you said something really important you said that when you committed to doing things you know weekly and regularly mm-hmm. that that's when like the subscribers um started rolling in i have a psychology degree from the university of toronto which was useless to me there's oh. <laughs> one good thing from a marketing point of view that i'll always remember from taking that those courses and it was that humans 
um, automatically associate trust with things that are presented to them consistently. That like if you know if you see a stranger just one time, you uh, you don't trust them. Mm-hmm. But if you see that person over and over and over again, the trust you have in them just naturally increases. So I've Probably always good take, for brand marketing. You yeah, yeah, see, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. And I've always taken that to heart, kind of just from like the marketing of a small business, which was what I consider rock star, right? Like we, if we just do things consistently, kind of to your point, people will trust that like we're really doing this. Like we're in this real estate game. We're not just trying to sell somebody a property and good luck and we're running from it. Like we're here ready to do this and we're not leaving. We're going to stand by your side. And we really noticed a big benefit um, in our marketing when we did our weekly email. So we wrote an article. And then every week we sent out a weekly email to the email addresses that we were starting to collect. And as soon as we went weekly and it wasn't just like, hey, here we are. And then three weeks would go by and we wouldn't say anything. As soon as we went to that consistent um, delivery, our marketing just really got a lot more effective as well. So to hear you say say the same thing in a different kind of media platform, YouTube, it's really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. And something so simple. So simple. And I find when people start businesses, I always want to tell them, I'm like, hey, you need need to build your audience. And one of the best ways to build an audience is just to be consistent with what you're doing because you weren't comfortable in front of the camera at all. And I can tell you're super comfortable in front of the camera (laughs) now. Um, And that just comes from doing it. It doesn't, you're not going to read another book. You know, you're not going to like go to some conference and read another book, although those can be valuable things to do in your life for sure. But you're not going to go to do all these big macro things and then just magically you're going to have that confidence. You have to do the micro. Mm-hmm. Like you have to just go in front of the camera and start doing it or start writing or do whatever it is you're doing. So super cool to see that uh, that this kind of journey. So what where do you guys think like what's. Health Nut now has like, it's like 380,000 subscribers, which is like insane to me. For context, I think Rockstar has 2,020 <laughs> subscribers. Which is still good. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. It works. Somehow it works for us. But uh, but that is a huge amount of subscribers. I don't know where that is in like YouTube world, but that just feels like quite a lot of subscribers to me. Um, or just keep growing it. Is that like the, the, the plan? Yeah. Like, is that the plan? You're just consistently going to put out content. It sounds like you're going to be doing some more sourcing of different things that you guys can be offering. That is it just evolution. Is that the evolution of it? Yeah. So I think right now I'm not trying to get to the bottom line of how much money you're making either by these questions. I'm just <laughs> interested in like how this all works. Yeah. You know, like we're, we're, we're open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're pretty open. Um, I think like right now, like you said, we're at 380. The goal is to hit 500 thousand cool. by the end of the year which we're um like we're pushing hard for um and so then obviously subscribe. Yeah, yeah, subscribe. yeah 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 anyone yeah yeah since we're talking about it right now what is the easiesty way to subscribe hit, YouTube. That, hit that little yeah subscribe so button. can you give oh, the, just uh, youtube.com slash health nut nutrition health nut nutrition yeah awesome mm-hmm. okay yeah so we're gonna continue to grow i mean the goal is obviously to to hit a million right and, and then keep going from there so that's kind of what we're working towards now um we were growing the shop right so i mean we i think we just kind of past like the 20,000 mark of like people coming to our shop. And I mean, we, we only have eight products on the shop. So we're very cool. Yeah. We're doing pretty well. And the with URL for the shop is what? Healthnutshop.com. Yeah. Health shop. Yeah. You guys got that nailed. <laughs> yeah. Shopify store maybe. It is Shopify. Is it Shopify? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's great. Great platform. Okay, cool. So like we're going that we, we just, uh, got, um, a new supplier who's gonna, they, they have stuff with like stasher bags, which are kind of like these cool reusable, silicone bags that, that we use a lot in our videos they work with oxo i don't know if you know like the kitchen supply yeah, yeah, yeah. oxo yeah so we kind of now have a connection with them to be able to offer that stuff on our on our store which is uh, pretty huge so Very we're gonna cool. start to offer that they reached out to you like is that how that connection happened yeah so nicole has done some videos that had stasher bags in them and okay. they, would, they would reach out and be like hey we like like thanks for mentioning us like we want to send you some free stasher bags and you know they would send stuff to us and then as we kind of created the store, we're like, oh, we know we want to offer that product on our store because people always ask us about it. So we ended up reaching out to the connection we had there. They are more out of the U.S., so they connected us to who their supplier was in Canada. And then we uh, we connected cool. with them. And now that you have a store, you're gonna have to deal with some stuff like with inventory. Like this is a whole other world. Our like, condo we can't is even filling keep... up quickly. Yeah, is it? Because we can't even keep t-shirts straight in our office here. Like you know, medium, small. Like that's enough for us. So yeah, you're managing that side of stuff too now, I guess. Yeah. So I, I kind of like run the shop for the most part, okay. and then I mean, as we continue to grow, we'll probably end up having to bring someone on to facilitate the orders and and all that fun stuff, and then. Um, I mean, we're actually working right now with a natural skincare 
company to actually create our own natural skincare no way. line. Super cool. Yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty cool. We should have brought you a lip balm. Yeah, no, I, mean, no. I, I just mentioned I'm going through a major detox myself because I drank all this wine. I was mentioning I drank all this wine in Croatia. I think it's about 40 liters in 28 days, which and it's weird because I don't drink a lot of wine at all or any alcohol other than when I go there in the summer. And then it's just like kind of crazy. But uh, uh, yeah, anything I need lip, I need lip balm. I need anything. We'll send you anything a care package. You <laughs> I think we brought I think we brought pop no, I'll sockets. buy it. I'll proudly <laughs> buy it off the store. But uh Okay, and so the store is running the YouTube channel. You're uh, working at Meridian. Yeah. I guess at, at some point you might, I don't know if you would even want to publicly say this, but at some point you're going to have to make some decisions on what you want to do too if this keeps growing. Yeah, eventually we'll get to that to that point. So, and I mean, and then we also obviously invest in real estate too on the side. So, and I, I kind of run our portfolio on this on the side yeah, as well. Yeah, so how did you get started? Did you get started in the real estate stuff together? Or were you into the real estate stuff and convinced Nicole? Was that like a joint thing? No, well, I think we both have always been pretty passionate about real estate. Like I said, we... Do you remember why? Was it like rich dad, poor dad or something? Well, for me, I'll just say, for me, it was, I was always inspired to kind of get into the whole real estate investing uh, side of things because of my grandparents, when they migrated here, uh, they invested in property they have property in portugal and and i always thought and they're happily retired now they have the financial freedom cool and that was a huge inspiration and then it just so happened that when i met matt he also liked real estate (laughs) do you have is the same story in your family like you have some family or did you no 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 my family uh not very entrepreneurial so i don't really have like that inspiration from a family member or anything i think it was just something in me kind of clicked realizing okay i know i don't want to work for someone else forever Kind of like a lot of people who have, the, I'm sure, have a similar story. You know, you kind of realize, like, okay, like I'm not really, you know, happy to work for someone else and just do that nine to five grind. You know, that golden handcuffs, as that kind of saying goes. So, real estate seemed like the best way, right? Like everyone's heard that saying. Um, was it like ninety percent of millionaires or something were created through real estate? I can't remember the exact yeah, saying, yeah, but you know that like one that too. Well. And it's yeah, like yeah. that kind of hits home where you're like, yeah, like if I just save money in my bank account, I'm never gonna you know, get to where I want to get to. So what's the best avenue to do it? And I dabbled in stocks a little bit at first and I just didn't like not having the control over like my own, like kind of like that financial product. Like, I don't know what the CEOs are doing on the back end, how they're managing things. So I never felt like I was really in control. Yeah. Well, you guys think like us for sure. Yeah. Right. Who knows? Like market dictates where people are going to like, where are stocks going to go up and down? Elon Musk tweets something out and I see no right? stock oh goes gosh. up or down yeah, from one yeah, tweet. Yeah. I'm like, it's yeah. the world today. So I'd rather, uh, have a like you said uh, always rather have like a secure asset that we can kind of control and manage and you know like guide the path so you guys are busy who are you managing your rental pro- properties or someone do you have a property manager no i, I manage them you're managing them yeah okay, you guys are doing everything i think the right way like you're really because once you manage them for a little while and then if you kind of outsource it later you're not going to get screwed right you know how to manage them you know what it costs i like that. to know what the job is before i outsource it because then i know like are they overcharging us how much time is actually like needed for that job like even with health nut stuff like I want to know enough about the job before I hand it off. And that's the same thing with the property management stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like, it's not glamorous. I think it's not glamorous at all. It's not glamorous at all. Dealing with humans yeah. and property problems is not, not yeah. a glamorous business. I, was, I remember it must've been like a podcast you guys did not too long ago where I think uh, Nick was talking about where he had to like, clean up sewage, yeah he put his hand in a pot, uh, like a, it was like a little mini wave of shit that was just kind of going <laughs> towards our new furnace i haven't and had he, that yet. i would not dive and block it but if you know my, my brother is a little bit more frugal i'm doing air quotes here <laughs> so that i don't say cheap and i mean that in a good we're a good business uh, relationship because he does watch the money really you well you need the balance totally. that's the cheap one is he? okay there yeah. we go there we go so like he i think he saw no new furnace and i don't care if it's a wave of shit and he just i'll never I can forget wash my hands yeah yeah when he dove out there and the plan Plumber, the plumber's face just looking at what was going down, then looking at me going, I've, I've been in this business a long time. I've never, ever seen anyone do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that oh, was the stench. It was gross. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, you're in the thick of things. Yeah. Have I mean, you I, had I to deal ha- with anything crazy? Like, have you guys had any major, I don't know, we've had, we've seen like houses burn down and break in, you know. Don't like jinx just, us. No, 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 no. I'm just trying to say it's normal. <laughs> You know, but uh. yeah, I mean, like right now we've been pretty fortunate. We've had pretty like, but we, we I feel like uh, we have a really extensive 
uh, screening selection, you know, and I think that's like after hearing people's horror stories and, and you kind of realize that like, like the filtering process of who you put in is, is really going to make a big difference. So like we really filter totally. People. And I mean, I'm yeah. the filter. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Woman's intuition. That's yeah, what exactly. you need. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so we've been fortunate. We've had like really good tenants who have treated the place really well. Awesome. Um, knock on wood. So I, yeah. uh, you know, and like, you know what, I'll, I'll qualify what I said about the real estate stuff we've seen now, I guess over a couple thousand different, investment properties um and for that many properties the number of like real issues that i mentioned i mean it's got to be you know like three to four to five things where like the one of the big ones was a tenant thought they were doing a good thing and they were installing a water softener this wasn't for one of ours it was an investor here at rockstar and they burnt the house down because they didn't know how to use the little torch thing and they lit some insulation the whole house comes down but insurance covered it covered the tenants where they were going to stay covered even covered missed rent so like everything like if that's the worst case scenario where people say oh my god the house might burn down like everybody yeah. was safe everyone was good insurance covered everything and the tenants thought they were doing a good thing like by installing this water softener right wow. um, I think the so, worst thing that's happened to us is we had some like water leak like water leakage yeah that's always you know? tricky stuff to deal with yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i gotta figure out where it's coming from but you just kind of prepare yourself for it you're like you know it's just it's gonna happen so there's no point in stressing out just make sure you have you know some money saved aside to pay for totally pay for that mm-hmm. you know we had a tenant put paper towel in the to- in the new toilet and clog it up we had to get a plumber and you know it's just it's just it's it happens stuff. and there's no yeah, point yeah. you, you kind of know getting into the business that there's going to be issues you know we've been We've been renters too, where there's been issues, and we like to think we're good uh, renters, but or good tenants. But you know, it's gonna happen. So I just try not to stress out about it and go, okay, how much is it gonna cost? Let's just pay it because it's something we have to pay it. And I try just not to get stressed out about it. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I, I remember. Um, so I grew up in Mississauga around a lot of Italians, and I remember meeting some older Italian guys, kind of to to your uh, grandparents' story, and they would talk about some of their properties and stuff like that, and. I remember one guy specifically telling me that every time he bought a property, the day he bought the property, he always thought he got screwed and was uh, he overpaid. And then five years later, he always wished he had bought more property. Mm-hmm. You know, like the trend in his whole life was always the same. He said, Tom, this happened to me my whole life. Every day I bought the property, I think the real estate agent screwed me and I overpaid on the property. Five years later, I'm like, why didn't I buy two of those properties? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was much older now and he was telling me about his portfolio. And uh, I've never really met an older person who regrets buying and hanging on to real estate. Like, I've never met that person who says, you know, I've held real estate for like 30 years and that was a big mistake. I've never met that person, you know, really, if you know, you regret selling it, you regret selling yeah. it. Yeah. And, and and we don't really believe in selling assets at all. But I have uh, we have some rent to owns that have bought out, of course, over the years. I sold one of my student rental properties that was with a partner and he wanted out. I sold that one. And sometimes I just think about it and cringe like, why did I sell that property? You know, <laughs> but uh, so that's cool. So you guys are in the real estate game as well. So you guys are touching a lot of different stuff. And the fact that you're in the financial sector is kind of cool, too, because you're in real estate. So you can kind of keep tabs on interest rates and the market and that whole stuff. Yeah, it gives me a nice. Yeah, a nice inside footing to kind of just know where things are going and see what other people are buying and where prices are going. So it's definitely like a it's a nice advantage right now still. Yeah, you guys are such an interesting story because like you're doing things like the YouTube channel and with real estate, both things that most people would say, well, don't bother with the real estate. That's crazy. Don't even try that. Like the YouTube stuff like that's just never going to happen. So why are you trying that? You guys, I'm sure, get that feedback from your family and friends that they must be it must be a pretty cool story just to watching you guys kind of evolve over the years. No, traveling around the world, doing the YouTube stuff, you quitting your job, the real estate stuff, building up the store now for Health Nut. It's funny because like we always feel like we're not doing enough. Yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> that's true. No, you, yeah, yeah, but we, I can see your path. Like yeah. it's easy for me to look at you guys and map out the next ten years. You know, it's fun. Like you guys are, it, you have that personality trait. You know. It's people like that who have that thought always get stuff done. Yeah, and I think just because like we compare ourselves to to high achievers too. So when you compare yourself to high achievers, not in like a negative way, we're like, oh, like we wish we were in their shoes. But like when you see what people are doing, you're like, okay, we want that too. Like we're going to work towards that. It always makes you feel like, okay, like it kind of gives you the motivation to keep going with stuff too. Where you're like, oh, those guys are doing this, they're doing that. Like we can do that too. Like let's kind of put a game plan together and really start to like push towards that. And so your real estate stuff. So a couple more questions. Your real estate stuff. Did you have? Do you guys have specific property types that you like? Is it like rental, standard rental property, student rental property? Is there a strategy or something that you like, or is it just anything? Um, 
Yeah. So right now we we have a couple of uh, single family homes. We have a couple of duplexes, and like more recently, we've been looking and and picking up some condos in Toronto, and like more for the long term game. Like we kind of know, you know, it's hard to cla- cash flow with sure. with you know. A, but a if condo you can in hold Toronto. them. But if you can hold them, which which um, you know we're getting ones that are cash flow na- like pretty much cash flow even, so we're kind of able to hold them and not really you know have to worry about anything. And we're just more like the long term game, right? We we kind of think like you know. Toronto's headed to where like New York probably was oh say gosh, like, you know, 20 yeah. years ago where, I mean, I think I heard at one of your economic updates where it's like a lot of people predict in what, 10, 15 years, like people are just going to be born here, not being able to buy, right. They're just going to be lifelong. Yeah. Renters. We really think that this area has got about a 10 year window where you're going to buy in the next 10 years, or you're just not going to be able to buy like the golden horseshoe will be built out and it's going to be over. And that sounds like maybe a little dramatic, but I really believe it. <laughs> so I want to tell people <laughs> that yeah. there's like a 10 year window right? Mm -hmm. That this is it. You're either going to buy something in here. Like when I, we were just in Italy, like you're going through some of these places in Italy. Well, you're not buying anything like in the core center of Florence or Rome, you know, or like a little place like Positano. It's not like no one walks into the Amalfi coast and says, I'm going to just buy a starter home over here. Like it's done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. And we just have the benefit of population growth. Like I also mentioned that I just came back from Croatia. Nick and I both did. And they don't have the influx or population growth that we have here. So like we're sitting on this kind of gold mine of an opportunity where you know, we're getting all these kind of people move into here. It's causing demand for real estate. Why would I not just buy real estate in front of that demand that doesn't look like it's going to subside, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, I really think there's a 10-year window, unfortunately. It might seem long to people, especially if you're young, but to me, 10 years feels like, oosh, this is it, right? Yeah. When I first moved to Toronto 10, 10 years ago, actually, exactly, for school, it's the amount of development that's happened, especially with condo buildings, I'm just like, it's a new... It's a new, new city. city, so I can only imagine 10 years from now what it's going to be like. Right? Yeah. And the prices are going to go up. People say Toronto is expensive now. Well, we just watch out. And a lot of the Toronto developers are now developing the other areas to grow them. So a whole bunch of condo de- uh, developers just got approval to build out the Hamilton Harbor there. Like that area is just going to explode now. So you're not even going to see a difference when you drive from Toronto to Hamilton anymore. You're not even going to think, like when I was young, you left Toronto and then you're like, Oakville, oh my gosh, like where am I? Is my lost? And then Burlington. Oh my God, I think someone mentioned Burlington to me, but I've never heard of this place. And then Hamilton, like, oh my God, I got to get out of Hamilton. Like, what's this place? Right now, it's just one big urban center, like all the way around, right? So you're right, another 10 years. Um, So, Nicole, someone listening to this, um, maybe the younger generation, I know, uh, I don't know, what would you tell them about like YouTube today? Just be consistent. Um, is, is, Is there anything that, you know, you wish you had heard about YouTube? Well, I think the nice thing now is that, you know, when I started, I didn't know the the amount, I guess the monetary side of things was like that you could just do it full time. Like it would replace a salary, a good salary job. So now at least, you know, it can be a full time. So it's worth your effort then. Exactly. Do you think that opportunity still exists or is it going to be too crowded? Because I know that's going to be the thing someone will ask me. That's like saying you know, that you shouldn't, do, that's like in any market, like, oh, I shouldn't open up another clothing store because there's so many clothing stores. Like you're going to have your own approach and angle for how you do things. So I just think if you're going to start, like, I, I don't want to be discouraging, but if you are going to start a YouTube channel, you have to like, you have to go full on right from the, the beginning. You, you don't really have that time now to be like, I'm going to just learn or like do things like, can I say half-assed? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so get a proper camera, you know, get make sure you have good sound like those things are important before you could film on your iphone or ipad i mean now you can film on iphone because it's really good i think you guys were just laughing at me because we still film on yeah your iPhone. but you can now the camera quality is good so i would just say you know uh you still can but if you're gonna do it like put some put a little mon- bit of money behind it you know get the proper equipment figure out what your angle is going to be and then just be consistent and keep going at it because it will turn into something if you have the right attitude personality well personality will come you'll get more comfortable on camera Um, how long did it take for your personality to really start coming out do you think i would like was that a whole year two i would say maybe i would say maybe two two years years. my family would start noticing oh i can i can see the real you know nicole coming through because in the beginning you're just like this awkward shy person on camera which is normal Yeah. yeah so uh and it just comes with practice so when people are like like i said earlier like oh i'm not good on camera and stuff no one a lot of people aren't it's not even public speakers 
you know, I never would have thought I hated public speaking in school. Now I've done live panels and stuff and I thrive off of it. So, uh, yeah. So I just think, you know, that will all come, but invest a little bit in the beginning. So you have like the good foundation and then uh, there's so many examples now for people to look at too. Right. And on YouTube, you can learn so much about how to do all kind of video editing and stuff. There's a big guy in Milton, isn't there? Peter McKinnon or something. Isn't he a big YouTuber guy? No. See, there's so, so many. many there's so, there's there, so many right? now. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even in the Toronto market, there's, there's, you know, like we know quite a lot of people now in the YouTube space. But I mean, there's a lot of people who might have a million subscribers could be down the road from us. We have no idea. Like we were are. at a marketing conference in San Diego in February. And right after our conference, there was like a YouTube conference of some sort. And I'm like, this must be the best conference to go to. Because I think everyone's just walking around with cameras talking and everyone else behind is them like is probably. That. Yeah. Have you been to that kind of thing? It actually is like yeah, that. Like, everyone <laughs> has a vlog camera. It's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that must just be hilarious. But uh, OK. And just before I forget that on that note, are you in. How do you invest in your own education now? Like, are you reading books? Like, how do you guys keep developing yourself? I mean, you found Rockstar and we have events. So on the real estate front, you're kind of exposing yourself to different information. Yeah. Is that what you're doing on, I don't know, do you have to do that for the YouTube world? Yeah, I think it's really important to stay connected and up to date with what's going on, trends that are happening. I mean, there's lots of like online, there's even YouTube channels to help YouTubers grow. I think it's like the YouTube Academy is one of them. There's a couple. So those are great resources, uh, you know, connecting with other YouTubers. We have a really good network of YouTubers and and that we constantly are kind of bouncing ideas back and forth with. Uh, and I mean, I was self-taught. We both are self-taught with everything that it. we know. So I mean, there's not really like a YouTube manual book, you know, yeah, there yeah, probably will be soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of it, if it, a lot of it's like individual stuff. If I want to improve my photography, I've bought an online photography courses. If I want to improve how to use Pinterest to grow your, uh, online okay, or your so newsletter. Okay, so you're investing in yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to make time for that educational stuff because I think it's so important because if you don't know something, it's so easy to YouTube or Google it nowadays. So there's just like no excuse to be like, I don't know how to use Photoshop. Well, you can teach yourself. With everything that you guys are up to, what do you, th- what do you tell someone who's just about to finish high school and go into university? Like what are your, cause you guys are younger than me. Cause I have my thoughts on it. But like, what do you guys tell people? Um, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, it's funny. I was reading. Cause it doesn't art- sound like, I don't know. I, you didn't tell me what you, did you go to school after high school? Um, yeah, I went to, I went to, college for a couple years and then transferred to university and then kind of realized like oh like what i want to do well what i want to do for a living i don't actually need a degree for so why am i going to spend another you know 10 20 grand or whatever to to get a piece of paper that i'm not going to use so i ended up just yeah leaving school and and uh very cool yeah yeah very cool (laughs) yeah there you go very cool yeah but there's so much i know right The cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have said that. That's the I first know, thing yeah. that popped in my head. That's you know, when good. it was like, sorry, we'll good. change That's that. Good. Yeah, yeah, cut yeah. that out. Yeah, um, the, the big strong dude. <laughs> but I think now in today's world, there's like, there's so much education online. And, and uh, I mean, like personally, I feel like a lot of that stuff can be more relevant than what you're going to get maybe in school, reading a textbook kind of. Sometimes schools aren't really quick at adapting to like, like what's actually changing in the world today. Yeah. And I not mean, not sometimes. to say, not, it's not sometimes. Yeah. Like not they're, to say there's not, not value. Like yeah. there's definitely some people. Yeah, communication like, skills written yeah. and oral. I think you're going to pick up maybe critical thinking research. There mm-hmm. is definitely stuff. Oh, for sure. But yeah, I don't know how much real world. Uh, yeah. And I was, I was seeing an article yesterday and was saying that a lot of like companies now, big companies like Tesla and Google and Apple are actually like promoting like um, programs to have college or high school students go right from high school into work. Huh, interesting. So actually, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Okay. They, yeah. They're promoting it to be like, yeah, like straight from high school to start working with these big companies and be like, why, why do you need to go to college and get this degree? That's going to cost you 10,000 or uh, down you there a hundred thousand. You guys think the same kind of like that? And Nicole, are you similar? I mean, I think education is always really important. I think you just really need to look at what it is. What's your end goal. And if you, that is absolutely necessary. Like, do I need a university degree to be a YouTuber? No, maybe a certain topic that I'm talking about on YouTube, I'll need it. For me though, what I, I don't regret going to college, but I, what I got out of it was the, just like connections with people. The experience was awesome. You know, living on my own, just building my, like being yeah, independent. Those skills for sure. Those are skills. Yeah. So like, indirectly I got a lot of value from school maybe maybe I didn't need to know uh you know stats and stuff uh but like 
it did, I think it helped in other aspects. So I, I still think it's like so important to go to school and do that kind of secondary education. But I think you just really need to look at what it is you're doing. Because maybe, maybe it doesn't make sense for you. I don't think that's necessarily the next yeah, step yeah. for everyone. I love how we're at this stage where we all feel scared to say that it's, you know, we all kind of say, well, education is important. Yeah, like we all, we all prefix our answer. We're like, yeah, it's important. But yeah. you know, and, you know, we haven't come to the point like screw it, just do what you want and pick it up as you go. You know? Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> I wonder so if true. that'll come. But uh, anyway, guys, thank you for doing this. I know I, you know, we dragged you down to the offices here. I don't think you knew Nicole and Matt really what we we're even going to talk about. So just a pleasure chatting the uh, YouTube channel again, is uh, youtube.com slash health nut nutrition subscribe like. subscribe <laughs> and the store is healthnutshop.com and anywhere else people can be following what you're up to or th that's the main stuff i mean we're we're everywhere so you can find yeah, us okay. if instagram, you search the name you on instagram yeah, okay. facebook okay. i i always post behind the scenes on instagram stories and and on our uh youtube channel we vlog every single week so you get to see like all the behind like the behind the scenes the real stuff mm -hmm. every awesome week. and we may be starting a second channel which is kind of exciting is this like oh, is teaser. this like breaking news we'll end with the break yeah yeah, yeah we awesome. haven't done it we haven't done it yet but we're definitely uh, yeah in the talks of working on like a a second channel and it's going to actually be like real estate focused awesome yeah. very cool yeah which is kind of cool you know what and then so just as we wrap you said that you alluded to this earlier that um you know everyone there's enough opportunity for everyone you know, people will think the space gets crowded, but I think like we started a real estate brokerage at a time when there was like a million other real estate brokerages, but our voice resonated with a certain number of people. You guys can do your real estate thing. We can do our real estate thing. And some people are going to be attracted to you guys. Some people will attract us. Some people will work with both of us. Like there's just so much opportunity for all of us that I never think anyone listening to this, if whatever field you think you might get into, never think it's crowded. It's your unique voice and the way you bring value to your own audience that will distinguish you from from everyone else and that's really kind of the truth in marketing from from our perspective but anyway we'll leave it at that i just went on a little rant that i didn't need to go on <laughs> thank you so much guys really really appreciate this no thank problem you. it was a lot of fun Hey, it's Tom Kradz again. So hopefully you enjoyed that. Uh, really just had a pleasure chatting with them. We chatted for a little while after uh, we ended the podcast too. Just a great, uh, you know, a great story. I can see their trajectory over the next 10 years. They're going to be up to great things. So we made a little casual agreement to have them back irregularly for updates. Um, and this is really the cool part of what we're doing. It's the community kind of all helping each other. You know, when Matt and Nicole share their story, it helps other people. They just shared how they were listening to Greg and Brian talk about some Amazon stuff on one of the podcasts so just in general this is kind of why we're so thrilled to be doing the your life your term show it's just to bring people who are doing what they want to be doing together and to share and help each other so hopefully you're enjoying it so um, with that i'll leave you with um, any real estate related information that you're looking for you can check us out at rockstarinnercircle.com that's rockstarinnercircle.com if you want to learn more about the membership that we run for real estate investors you can go to rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash member and you'll get a, a nice summary there. So that's rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash member. Hopefully you're enjoying the summer. We'll talk to you next time. Till next time, your life, your terms.